Okay, here we go. My name is Jeremiah Thomas. I'm sitting here with Will Jordan in the Grace Presbyterian audio sound booth uh, here at the corner of Lady and Bull. Uh, this is the podcast series, Getting to Know Grace. Uh, first, we had interviewed elders, uh, then a few staff members, and now we're interviewing life group leaders. Uh, life groups are an integral uh, uh, ministry at Grace, uh, because this is where we seek to live life together, not only on Sunday nights in the life group meetings, but also Monday through Saturday. Will, how you doing? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing very good. good. Uh, how do you like the audio sound booth? You know, it's a lot more impressive than I was picturing when I was uh, <laughs> walking over here. It's it's intimidating. I'm a I'm a big podcast fan, so this is sort of like my being on Oprah moment. You know, you know I, I have never been compared to Oprah, uh, and I appreciate it. I would appreciate it also if you called me Oprah for the rest <laughs> of this interview. Uh, just kidding. Don't do that. No deal. <laughs> uh, to get things started, we'll start uh, just as we started some of the, uh, the other interviews. Uh, tell us how you came to Grace. Sure. We um, So I graduated from law school in 2007. We moved to Greenville. Okay. And... Uh, lived up there for three years, and then a job change brought us back to Columbia. And um, we had been a part of downtown Presbyterian Church in Greenville, which was, at the time we left, um, maybe 150 or so members, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and was kind of the biggest drawback to us leaving Col- mm-hmm. uh, leaving Greenville. We we loved that church and um, really felt plugged in in a way that we'd never felt before, and so. Coming back to Columbia, we were a little bit um, disappointed or, you know, mm-hmm. curious about where we were going to end up church-wise. Um, we we visited a few different places and ended up uh, coming to and joining First Prez. Mm-hmm. And probably within a few months of joining First Prez, we heard about the Grace Prez, yeah, um, yeah. which was at the time meeting at as a Sunday school um, here at First Prez. And so... Um, you know, we we checked out that Sunday school. Um, I remember the first day we walked in there. the The music was <laughs> Kelly McCormick and Judy McCormick played in Christ Alone, one guitar. We were like, "This is our sweet spot, man." Yeah. I mean, this this is it, it was familiar from what mm-hmm. we'd had in Greenville, um, and you know, got to know Liz and, and Brandon, and um, really kind of never looked back. It was mm-hmm. it's been a great fit. So that's really cool. Yeah, not to. Uh, sometimes I jump here and there and everywhere, but you speaking of downtown Perez is actually uh, really cool. I, sometimes when I think of churches, I mean, that's kind of the logical step that I take for for grace and, and how we kind of move forward in ministry. Is A lot of times downtown Perez can be very similar to us. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly how old they are comparatively to to grace, but uh, where do you see grace kind of along that spectrum of downtown Perez? I mean, does it fit fairly closely or... It, it does, you know. Downtown Prez, when we when we started, it was meeting Sunday evenings at another church in Greenville. Okay, I would guess there were maybe fifty or mm-hmm. sixty people attending regularly, um, and you know it has a real heart for the downtown of right. Greenville. And um, you know, we kind of over the three years that we were there, we saw it grow, and it's grown a lot more since then, mm-hmm. um, and, and is actually looking to plant. A church, I think, from there hmm. in another area of Greenville now. Um, but, you know, for for me at least, coming out of college and law school and, and going to downtown Prez, that was kind of a um, a different church experience right. that right. I had had. Hmm. Um, obviously, coming in with a small group, there was a lot of intimacy. For sure. Um, that was my first 
community group, small group experience, yeah. um, which was just such a great um, addition to church life to kind of connect with with people on a different level um, and just have a chance to hash out the sermon. You know, just I really, you know, I, I really look back at those three years that we were there as a big time of spiritual, spiritual growth for me. And I think Kenley would say the same. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it was exciting when we came down here and, and mm-hmm. heard about grace to kind of think this is right. this is kind of a similar. Yeah, I mean, the, the you know the sovereignty of the Lord for Him to place you kind of in a in a circumstance again where you've had this experience, you enjoyed this experience, you have been glorifying God in that way, and then to find another church that I think is seeking to move forward in a similar way is, uh, I mean, it's just remarkable. Yeah, um, absolutely, very cool. Yeah. Um, you had mentioned Kennerly, so we'll we'll skip we'll skip uh, your testimony for now. Uh, okay. We'll come back to it. But okay. you mentioned Kennerly. Uh, tell us a little bit more about her and uh, maybe how y'all met. That's uh, that's Will's wife, by the way. Kennerly's my wife. Um, <laughs> we met in high school. Mm. Uh, high school sweethearts. Yeah, uh, I think when we first started dating, Kennerly still had braces. Enough said. Is that is that enough? Should I say that on the podcast? Or not? <laughs> well, it's, she, she it's, might, it's set in stone it's now. It's fair now. Um, <laughs> And I, I drove a very small Volkswagen Golf. Um, I so, couldn't imagine you driving any other car. And I was about 50 pounds lighter. So <laughs> a lot has changed in the interim. Um, yeah, so my I grew up in Rome, Georgia, for the most part. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, about an hour and a half north of Atlanta. And after my sophomore year of high school, my family moved to Atlanta. Hmm. And um, obviously went to a new high school, and that's where Kennerly and I met that year. Hmm. Um, and started dating in the spring of, of our junior year of high school. Um, and we went to different colleges. Kelly went to Auburn, okay. and I went to Davidson, but we stayed together. For sure. Long-distance relationship. Hmm. Um, and then we, right after college, we got engaged. We moved to Columbia and both started grad school. That's cool. And got, got married a year later. Um, so, yeah, she she's great. Everybody knows she's great. I don't have to tell you she's great. She is. <laughs> well, we can we can now have that as well set in stone <laughs> alongside the braces. Not to make this too awkward, you know, my grandmother's from Rome, Georgia. Really? And so we may be related somehow. I, I'm confident that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, but seriously, she is from Rome. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about this later. Okay. Anyways, um, well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad that uh, that y'all definitely came here. It's it's good that circumstances led y'all here. Um, could you tell me, perhaps maybe going back into the past a little bit more, you had mentioned different church contexts, which implies to me that you maybe had been uh, in churches maybe when you were younger. Uh, could you speak a little bit to your testimony, how the Lord saved you? Absolutely. Uh, so I I grew up in the church, grew up going to church. Most of my childhood, uh, my family attended a Methodist church. Okay. Um, and growing up in Rome... I went to a Methodist church and had a, a good friend that was, um, they were members of the Baptist church in mm-hmm. town and mm-hmm. kind of got involved in the youth group over there. Um, and, and, you know, looking back, um, I don't know if it was related to specific teaching there or if it was just the Holy Spirit hadn't moved yet right, or what, right. but I, I did not at mm. that point grasp the gospel. Mm. Um, I very much saw you know, um, I very much saw Christianity as kind of this list of rules mm-hmm. and kind of this mm-hmm. kind of a burden, you yeah. know, and, and, um, hmm. and it wasn't until high school, um, FCA that I kind of 
came to understand mm-hmm. the depth of you know mm-hmm. my need for grace yeah. and the grace that's provided through Christ and um, you know it's funny it's funny the things the the Lord, the Lord uses to work in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not look back at FCA and think, wow, a spiritually deep experience. <laughs> right. you know, the, it was led by immature kids just like I was, mm-hmm. and there wasn't a lot of depth there. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, I can look back in 10th grade. I mean, that's when I kind of yeah. came to faith. Right. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have this kind of sitting in silence by myself in the rain <laughs> moment of, yeah. overcom- uh, you know, being overtaken. But, but, you know, just kind of over that year realized – Okay, mm-hmm. now I'm a Christian. Now I, you know, I understand what hmm. this is all about in a way that I never had before. Right. Um, and so it's you know, FCA. I, it's funny to say I came to faith at FCA. Looking back at what it was like when mm-hmm. I was there, just kind of this hmm. club atmosphere, right. something everybody went to because it was a popular thing mm-hmm. to do. Um, but um, you know, just through some of the events there and stuff, that's kind of how I came to understand all this and so. praise the lord for i mean like you said the spirit moves when the spirit moves yeah um he can use uh, very little things and very big things and yeah so that's that's really cool absolutely i appreciate you sharing that uh maybe moving into some of your responsibilities at the church uh, you know I, you're a man of many hats actually i mean i think you kind of have your hand in a lot of different uh pieces of ministry if I, a lot of people will know will from playing some kind of little like something i don't know like what that instrument John is. Tyler got to you, didn't he? <laughs> John Tyler has his hand on this question. Oh, <laughs> no, but you, you, you know, so you're, you're up playing music. Sometimes you also lead uh, worship uh, along with Scott Holstrand and myself. And then uh, also, uh, are you, you do nursery um, occasionally? And You know, the, the joy of playing the mandolin. Oh, that's, oh, that's Jeremiah, what it is. <laughs> the little guitar. Uh, I have never done nursery. Okay. So, I, I mean, I pretty much every week that we're there, I play I play. Music. Okay, cool. So and so that... That gets but, me out of diaper duty. You know, you try and do what you can. I see now why you learned how to play that, whatever that thing exactly. is that you said. Um, <laughs> just kidding. It's a mandolin. And it's, a, it's a wonderful instrument. And we do appreciate that. Um, but another, another hat that you do wear uh, at Grace is um, at, as a life group leader. And a lot of times, life groups can be this murky topic where a lot of people think we know the definition or we can have different definitions and things like that. Um, but maybe just tell me a little bit about your life group, where it's at. Um, you don't have to list names because that'd be awkward when you forget somebody. Um, but is there, you know, any uniqueness to your life group that you would could think of kind of immediately? Yeah. We, so we have, um, I'll jump back a little bit since we have been involved with grace. We've been, a part of probably four or so different okay. life groups. A veteran, um, if you will. A veteran, yeah. We started out um, with Scott Holstrand and mm-hmm. his group, and um, eventually that group got too big and split. Um, Multiplied, you mean? I always get in trouble. I use the wrong <laughs> verb every time I talk about it. I didn't use the word divorce this time, so that, that should be at least one Yeah, yeah. One we're we're going up in increments. Yeah. Okay, so they multiplied, um, <laughs> and it went to... So we went to the Kelly McCormick's life group. Okay, okay. Um, that group multiplied, Yes. and we started hosting a life group at our house cool. uh, up through the end of last year. And then this past summer, we moved from the Forest Acres area to Spring Valley mm-hmm. and have started... I've started hosting or have started leading the life group that meets at the Harmon's house. Okay, cool. Um, so it's been neat to kind of see the different dynamics that 
that can be involved mm-hmm. in different life groups. Um, and, you know, um, I think universally we've had good groups where I feel like we really can get connected and right. can kind of share what's really going on and feel open about things mm-hmm. and, and like we're supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned downtown Prez when I think the first week we visited there, we went to, they called them community groups. Right. So we went to the same thing, group yeah. and we, we sat around and you know, we were visitors and these people were like pouring their hearts out to each other. I mean, right. saying things about just struggles and family issues and all, you know, right. all types of things as, as prayer requests. And Kennelly and I were kind of like, like, this is the real deal. Like, you know, yeah. this is how, well, yeah. I mean, this is, this is a picture of people not only worshiping together, but, mm-hmm. but living their lives together. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, that, that's kind of been our hope as we've been involved in yeah. and, and hosted life groups Very is to cool. have, to have a community where, you know, if, um, where people feel comfortable. For sure. Um, and I, you know, I think there is some, as I said, we, we've started, I've started leading the Spring Valley group just this right, year. Right. So I think there's some time to kind of build up the intimacy mm-hmm. and get to know each other better yeah. and um, all of that. So, um, but I mean, I, I, I just, I, maybe other people have been involved in life groups for a lot longer and with other churches and mm-hmm. all of that. But um, to me, like, it's just such a part that just mm-hmm. enhances the experience of a church yeah. um, to kind of get to know people on that level. Right. Um, and, and have an opportunity to flesh out what you heard in the sermon that morning mm-hmm. and to talk about things that are yeah. going on in your life. So, I, I mean, I think it's such a, it's such a blessing to us as a church body to have that group time together. Yeah. And you spoke, you know, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I, when I came in uh, to serve at Grace, life groups were new to me, totally new. Yeah. I have never kind of experienced that. And I think it's biblical, and I think as we move forward and tr- attempt more and more to live life together, uh, not only at the Sunday night meeting, but also the Monday uh, through Saturday, it's just, like you said, that those connections are, are real. Uh, yeah. And maybe this is a good question for you, and I think this will be different for each uh, each life group leader as we interview him in this series, but, you know, do you have, have you fa- what have you found uh, that has aided in you know, moving towards that, that true living life together, that true life group kind of component of, of just biblical unity. Uh, have you found that there are certain components or um, events or whatever it might be that right. have aided that? Yeah, I mean, I I think there are a few things. I think one 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 thing kind of on the just building intimacy level mm-hmm. um, is just being willing to share things that you might not feel comfortable sharing necessarily. Um, and, you know, kind of building that environment within the group so yeah. that people recognize that, you know, I, I can express a struggle or mm-hmm. something I'm dealing with and not feel like I'm getting judged about it or people think less of me or For sure. um, yeah. any of that. I think, you know, in, in the life groups that we've been involved in, we have always made, um, made a point to have a meal as often as we can mm-hmm. and really to have some time when we first mm-hmm. get together that's not scripted, that's not planned, that right. just um, you can do whatever you, mm-hmm. you talk what you want to talk about and fellowship with different people in the group and mm-hmm. kind of get to know each other. So especially for kind of a larger group to have that time where you can kind of mm-hmm. get some food and, and yeah. sit with one or two people and kind of mm-hmm. um, just talk about what's going on. I think it's helpful. Definitely. Um, 
So those are kind of the two things that come to mind. For that's me. great. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, we're not looking to uh, to go beyond that. But you know, maybe one final question that I have, and this is this will be similar to the question that you've heard for the elders, um, for the listeners, and for you, Will. Um, but you know, you have hopefully the whole church is listening to this. So you have the whole church uh, and and our friends and family at Grace uh, at your disposal. And with you kind of specifically towards fellowship and towards life groups, uh, do you have any word of encouragement or or, um, uh, uh, meaningful exhortation for the members of Grace and how to uh, more fully kind of participate in, uh, enjoy to the fullest, you know, to maximize our life groups? Do you have a word of encouragement for them? Um, Yeah, I mean, I think, well, I think the first thing I would say is if you're not involved in a life group, Mm -hmm get involved. And, and, you know, I, I remember when we were in Greenville and we first started kind of, um, getting involved in, in small groups up there, kind of having this sense of like, it's another thing to add to our schedule. You know, it, it, they met on Sunday as well. And so this fills our, you know, kind of this, there's a lot of reasons that you can find to Mm -hmm. say, I'm, you know, I'm going to sit this out. I got to get raped, you know? Right. Right. Um, but just getting involved in them, I, to me, it enhances the experience of church so much mm-hmm. um, and, and brings such a different, even a different dynamic to what Sunday morning worship is like. Mm-hmm. Because now you have this connection, this even deeper connection with other people right. that, that are there. Um, so, you know, my first thing would be if you're not involved, to push aside all the excuses to not get involved and mm-hmm. and, and do the best you can to, to plug in somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in terms of... Um, kind of enhancing the experience of life groups in general. I, you know, I think my biggest thing is, um, which we have talked about a lot in life group leader meetings right. and all this, but right. is is not looking at it as this two-hour time mm-hmm. on Sunday evenings mm-hmm. where you get together, as looking at it as, you know, a small group that you're a part of mm-hmm. that you're living life with. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, encouraging folks just to, Grab lunch with other people in their life group. If you're a stay-at-home mom, schedule a play right. date for a kids right. to come over right. and right. have coffee with another mom, mm-hmm. or you know what? It, it, different things work for different people, but something where you're just kind of um, staying plugged in on that level hmm. with your life group. Um, uh, Brandon has done a good job of reminding me, hey, so and so might be having a tough week. You might want to shoot him or her a text. You know, yeah. so kind of just staying connected in a way that um that's more than just see you next sunday um right that's a good word is the big thing that's a good word i mean i think that's that is how we're moving our life groups forward uh as to and i and i think i said it a couple times even on just this podcast but it's a it's worth saying again you know we we have a life group meeting on sundays but man it's so much more Uh, when we can start living life together monday through saturdays when we'll really start to see the unity of the body, uh, we'll begin to glorify the Lord, be able to reach out into the northeast of Columbia. You know, all yeah. these things will start to come to fruition, I think, as we uh, continue to seek the fellowship within the body of Christ. Yeah. So. I mean, I had, a, I mean, just yesterday I had a text from a Life Group member asking me about a prayer request that I mm-hmm. had brought up probably a month and a half ago. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, what's going on with this? How sweet How can is. I be praying for yeah. you about it? So. I mean, just having a connection mm-hmm. on that level where you know that mm-hmm. other people are carrying the burdens that you're carrying for yourself um, and lifting them up to the Lord is a mm-hmm. huge encouragement. And that's so, biblical. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. 
Will, thanks for your time. Thank you. Uh, Brandon's actually in our audio studio right now. And Brandon, uh, from what I understand, you are actually in Will's life group. Oh, oh, I am. And and it's so good to be there. I love having a life group leader. Uh, and so tell, do you think on a scale of one to ten, where would you rate Will as a life group? I, I say this in just like At least just. an eleven. <laughs> Object to the wait. Never mind. <laughs> All right. We have a lawyer. All right, I think we may have uh, we may have bypassed our twenty minute uh, requirement, but that was my fault. I'll talk to you soon, Will. Thanks. All right, bye. bye.